0: all right (laughs) let's do this again this week on the podcast we're joined by bubba pudding we are talking lost light and whether or not you should play it evga is splitting from nvidia what what and what this gta 6 leak means for you let's roll that intro again
1: And the intro that was the intro that I did earlier was the intro. And now I'm just talking through the intro
2: because I'm not doing it again. The intro.
0: You know, it's really funny because anyone that's on YouTube is only going to see that second take. Yeah. Those, those, (laughs) Those dedicated people who wanted to join us right at the start live get themselves a very special version of the show and by very special show a version of the show i mean something that'll never see the light again uh because it is was completely scuffed and it is getting deleted after the show anyways <laughs> hello and welcome to next to nothing a podcast for gamers on a budget i'm your host danny k with me as always the spooky and the ukulele the mendachi mendachi how are you doing today
1: Man, pretty damn spooky. I've been having some really wild ass dreams. Uh, in one of them, I was an exorcist for ghosts. And I was in like a big ass, like Winchester style maze house. And uh, I had uh, salt. That's, that's all I had. And I kept getting chased by very violent, murderous ghosts. Uh, and it was terrifying. It was really terrifying. One of them looked like that lady from uh, The Handmaiden's Tale. And I can never remember her name, but, uh, yeah, she's got, she's got a weird face and it just creeps me out, man. It was bad.
0: Yeah. That doesn't sound super fun. We're also joined by today's special co-host or uh guest co-host. He's going to get upgraded from guest to guest co-host Bubba pudding, Bubba pudding. How are you doing?
2: Uh, fucking shitty and popping cough drops like it's candy.
0: (laughs) So, uh, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Um, I recently had COVID. And uh, my girlfriend came in my office and said, why do you have so many cough drops? I said, well, because when I had COVID, I didn't know how many I was going to need. So I bought the 160-pound bag. She's like, so how many did you eat? Oh. So, and she goes, how many did you eat? I'm like, five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm I'm right there with you i bought like three (laughs) bags of like cough drops thinking i was gonna like just pop it like skittles like every so often no i probably only opened one bag and maybe (laughs) ate like four or five of them
0: (laughs) um but yeah uh bubba for those of uh those in our audience who have not met you yet who are you what do you do and where can people find you
2: Hi, my name is Bubba, and I'm all of the Puddings. Uh, you can find me over at twitch. uh, twitch.tv slash Bubba puddin. Kind of more of a variety streamer, but lately I've been kind of doing a lot more single-player stuff. Haven't really dived into much of the multiplayer lately. Um, if it has been, it's a lot of League of Legends ARAMs. Otherwise, I've kind of taken a huge break from Apex. Apex is not the same what it used to be. It's the new Fortnite. I kind of hate it, but we won't talk about that. But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, TikTok is a big one. Love me some TikTok excellent you could find you could find a video with my pants down in that one so Ooh. Ooh. and i'll leave it up to you to go find that
1: i also enjoy your uh your uh takes on the metro machines podcast uh, especially watching you suffer for like a solid 30 minutes trying to eat up a keo chip or Pacio oh chip God.
2: i think i'm still like recovery mode from that because that was not even that was exactly 24 hours ago so hopefully that chip is out of my system now but uh uh, that was probably one of the worst 24 hours of my life. I was in some excruciating pain last night and it was a wave of roller coasters where it would come up in so much pain, come back down. I'm good. I think I could sit down and then just right back into it.
1: Yeah, man. Oh. It was fun to see a man uh, literally go to hell uh,
0: <laughs> on on a podcast. It was it was good.
2: That see, chip can stay in hell. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: this leads us into our, our question of the week this week, which is. What's the spiciest thing you've ever eaten?
2: A chip. <laughs> <laughs> One singular seasoned blue tortilla chip.
0: Yeah, are you? Are you is, is your tummy your? Is, is it still hurt? I know you're just saying no. like you're like riding I'm, it, but
2: I'm finally back to 100% normal. Obviously, aside from like my fucking sinuses and shit right now, but I mean other than that, like. I was like when I got home, like probably about three, four hours after I ate the chip, I was still burping that chip and that chip tastes terrible. It is not good. There's no flavor whatsoever.
0: Mindachi, how about you? What's the spiciest thing you've ever eaten?
1: I'm actually uh, looking for it right now. It is from the Blair's death sauce line. And I want to say it was called like ultimate death. Uh, yeah, let's see. Okay. Yep. I've got it right here. Uh, It comes in a coffin box, which is pretty sweet. Okay. Um, and let's see here. It's got, uh, is born and bred in the garden state. So it's a, it's a Jersey death hot sauce and it's, uh, let's see here. Not certified kosher. So, uh, 750 times hotter than a jalapeno chili. Um, and that's probably the closest I'll ever get to doing the uh, Pacquiao or Pacquiao, uh chip challenge. But yeah, that's Blair's hot sauce. It's got like a a tinge of garlic, and then like ninety nine percent the devil's testicles.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know, like I've taken like the last dab. Uh, I know, like I- I've tried a few different novelty hot sauces, but I think the one that like sticks out to me. Was When I worked in radio, the company every Halloween had a chili contest. And Ooh. one of my uh, good buddies, uh, Bubba, you actually know him uh, from our days in college, uh, made a super duper spicy, I think it was like he added ghost pepper to the chili. And I ate an entire bowl of it. Mm. um yeah and uh about 15 minutes later i had to do an emergency shit and felt what i felt <laughs> on my lips on my anus
1: yeah it should go straight through you every time man uh I've, i did that when i had a carolina reaper and a trinidad scorpion back to back
0: yeah so that's the spiciest thing i have ever eaten um So yeah, guys, let us know the answer uh, to the question of the week for you in the YouTube comments, in the Twitch chat, or you can tweet at us, tweet at at us at ntnpod on Twitter. And uh, of course, like I say this every week, thanks for watching and listening to the show. If you miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere. Podcasts are found. If you want to join us live, you can find us on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And that is on next to nothing network on Twitch. Do you guys want to talk some games? Because I have have played some games. I have played. Have you specifically? Yeah.
1: Dang. Lucky dog. Right. I want to hear all about it. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. So this game is called Lost Light and Lost Light is an extraction shooter uh, similar to Escape from Tarkov from the Hong Kong-based NetEase Interactive. It is currently available on Android, Windows, uh, which I was playing it on Steam, and GeForce Now. The game is free to play for anyone that would be interested in checking it out. And I will say this is going to be more of a first impressions. Uh, I'll be describing the gameplay, the monetization, and whether or not I'll continue to play this game. For the record, as of writing uh, my review, I had about five hours of, uh, of gameplay and I reached level 10. So if there's things that change past that, please do not scream at me and tell me I'm wrong. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: um. The game on PC, at least, is for sure just a PC port uh, from an Android game. Uh, the controls on mouse and keyboard are fine, but interacting with the UI and menus is a little finicky, specifically because you have to hit the tilde key in order to swap between uh, pointer mode and camera control mode. That's uh, weird,
1: man. That's really weird.
0: Yeah, uh, which... Started with a very that started a very confusing interaction. By the way, uh, on on screen you'll see the gameplay from uh, Big Fry. Shout out to Big Fry. Um, yeah, so the fact that I had to like hit the tilde key to like change my mouse mode was always a little weird and kind of fucky. Um, and it also wasn't like super apparent. Uh, that it wasn't like a super apparent thing when you needed a switch. So I have a really good example of like, when I wanted to go um, dismantle something in one of the, uh, in like the crafting table, I would like go to like hit the button, but it would not like do the action. And I it had me very, very confused. Like I thought it was busted. I thought it was literally busted until I hit the tilde key and got the pointer back and then had to do it but like it did but like i could still access it and like add things to the to the crafting i just couldn't finish the action until i hit the tilde key and then got my pointer back um and really when you're in a menu that should you shouldn't have to toggle uh toggle like your um toggle like your mouse in order to interact with something that just makes no sense and it's very frustrating. Um, also, in terms of like, oh, this is definitely just a uh, like an Android port or whatever. Uh, there are some cases of the UI and text scaling that feels like it was meant for mobile and just not adjusted adjusted for PC. And I noticed a few times where like text was broken uh, up like on lines. Like there was like one specific moment where like the the word the was like T on the on the first line and then he on the second line stuff like that weird scaling breaks um and while that isn't a game breaking like situation it just shows an overall lock uh lack of quality control and polish that has gone into the product um so that's the kind of experience you you will probably be expecting um and i'll I guess I'll just kind of go into talking about the gameplay uh, in some of the other, like, mobile weirdness that kind of goes into the uh, port of this gameplay. Like, objects in the distance and their rendering is just kind of weird and wonky when you look at it on a big screen. Um, Also, objects and characters that you are rendering at a distance appear to be animated at lower frame rates um, than if they were closer. Which on mobile wouldn't be a big deal because you're looking at it a screen this big, but when you blow that up to a 27-inch monitor, it's very noticeable. Um. Yeah, so that was some of the stuff, but I did notice some good things, right? I, I don't want to just, like, shit on the game. Um, so there are some good things that I've seen so far. It seems that the game is pretty generous with loot and weapons, uh, which, because this is technically a survival game, is always good. Um, uh, most of the UI works as intended and navigating menus isn't terrible for a free to play game because most of these free to play mobile games, uh, are designed to get you lost in their UI, uh, to get you to look at the stores and get you in the stores. And, um, that wasn't an, uh, an, like a huge issue for me, I could get around and do most of the things I wanted to do in the menus, um, without having to deal with a million and one stores trying to get me to buy gold. Um, so those are some of the first things I noticed out of the way especially related to that, like the fact that this is just a mobile port onto PC. But what's the deal with this game and like how do you play it? Well, like I said, it is an extraction shooter very very similar to Escape from Tarkov and to a lesser extent Hunt Showdown for the references of that we commonly make on the on the show. Um and I'm not going to lie, the Escape from Tarkov comparisons are going to be pretty Pretty frequent. Um this is really like an Asian mobile market EFT ripoff that was going to be coming at some point no matter what. You know, just to be quite honest, this the a game like this was going to appear at some point. Yeah. Um the basic gameplay loop is that you load into a map after making a loadout of gear that you either purchased or scavenged and complete tasks while fighting AI enemies and other players. Uh, there are currently four maps uh, called BAF Factory, Mount I- uh, Akiyama, Windswept Harbor, and Ark Company. Uh, your loadout, you can take in three guns. By default, you always get a pistol and two other weapons of your choice. There are four primary weapon classes assault rifles, SMGs, snipers, and shotguns. And you have body armor, helmets of varying efficacy and backpacks of various sizes oh and you can also take some health kits and uh in with you and they have varying amounts of uses um in matches you are primarily uh working with a third person point of view and when you aim you go into first person uh point of view there is also a lean option to get better vantage points uh and you can sprint with limited stamina and crouch and prone as well so uh not like a horrible uh gameplay uh experience or gameplay loop i think it's pretty standard it's serviceable and fairly competent uh the gunplay feels pretty all right um though i can tell that there is a lot of mobile uh control adjustments built into it the game is much more arcadey than that of eft uh by a long shot and uh gunplay kind of falls along with that pretty well uh you'll find yourself putting more led into enemy enemies than in any uh by any realistic means uh i think most fights um end with about two mags in my experience like two mags into an enemy um otherwise the guns behave the way that you would expect most of the guns to behave yeah. um you know you would uh you know the ars and smgs play the way you think they would snipers play the way you think they would except you don't really get like flicks or anything like that it it didn't feel like at least um so you're not going to be like quick scoping or, or doing much of that um while you're on the maps the main thing that you'll be doing is looting um and you'll also be trying to like complete quests, and the quests uh, they give you uh, come from a few different menu characters. Like, you know, you'd like go and click this character's menu to get a quest. Um, and uh, while uh, in game, you'll be monitoring your inventory and making choices on what you should and shouldn't be taking based on your quests and crafting needs. So that's kind of like the, the main gameplay loop um, so far. Like, the quests that I've noticed or uh, that I've taken um, are, like, extracted a certain weapon or item, uh, turning in a certain amount of material, uh, you know, like, plastic or wire or something, uh, going to a specific location on the map, or doing a, cer- uh, doing a certain action at a location on the map. Those are the quests that you'll be getting. They're not, they're not anything groundbreaking or super interesting, but... Um, least not yet again if it if it gets more interesting past level 10 i don't know um maps do have secret or locked away areas that you uh that you can unlock using certain resources like keys and key cards uh and of course those secret areas have rare loot inside of them um there is a there is a uh moderately robust weapon modification system in the game um you can modify receivers, uh bodies, uh barrels, optics, magazines, grips and and uh stocks on on your weapons. Um and then uh there is also like different item crafting systems that I haven't really explored. Uh just was not something that I spent any real time exploring in the game. Um before I move on to uh, like the game's monetization and stuff like that, do you guys have any questions about the gameplay itself? How about you, nothing. Nothing.
2: Uh, for me, I guess not really more of a question, but it's it's the game looks. It's like a really weird polygamy relationship between the Division Escape from Tarkov and PUBG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has my attention because the reason why I say that is because I love... Esca- I, like, I really want to like Escape from Tarkov, but I just don't know. There's just something... Maybe it's just the, the technical details in the game that kind of ruins it for me specifically just because I feel like I'm... Which is weird to say because I I feel like that was something that would grab more of my attention. But if it had like a third-person mode like what this does, that would really pull me in. So the, you showing me this specifically... Definitely going to keep my eye on it. Especially if they keep updating it. I don't know. This game has potential. I'm not going to lie. Even just from the little stuff that you have even said and just from, is this like an early beta?
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure where it's specifically at in its development cycle. I would say it's probably, I mean, it's a live service game, right? So I feel like that, like that beta alpha um distinction is kind of lost on a on a live service game. um but I would assume it's somewhere in it's it it's it's early in its English adaptation for sure
2: mm-hmm. um, It has my attention. I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna keep an eye on it for sure. I don't know if I would download it right away, but if they make some pretty big changes, would have yeah. a player in me
0: um, yeah, so the game does have a few monetization stuff in it uh first is that you can get like a premium subscription at 30 days a pop and it increases your storage capacity decreases your insurance costs and gives you other boosts for your buying power it also gives you items and cash and i should say uh insurance costs um like when you you go to play a match you can insure your loadout so that it's not a complete loss if you die um there are two currencies in the game the basic currency you get from selling items and playing uh the game and then you have premium gold that you can buy 60 for one dollar and up to six thousand four hundred eighty for a hundred dollars wow
1: yes gotta find those whales
2: where
0: the
1: whales are
0: um I will also say that the game does like to shove its stores in your face though. Like when you first log in, but it is a mobile game and mobile games are going to mobile game. Let me just say mobile game. One more time,
2: mobile game, (laughs) mobile game. (laughs) And I feel like that would be something that would ruin it for me because if they're really going to focus on like that type of thing, don't expect me to play it then.
1: Yeah. I mean, like when, when you boot up, there's there's a screen right like it pops up and it's like hey man by the way subs i'm assuming yes yeah
0: yeah yeah oh hey look gold sale
1: yeah uh like one of the things with mobile legends bang bang um that that kind of gets me every time to like roll my eyes whenever i get on to like do a couple ranked games is I have to click the X on, like, four different windows back to back to back every time that I, like, you know, sign in. And it's, and like, that is so much.
2: <laughs> and if you're on mobile, that X is very small. So yeah. you might click on it, and you're going to get directed to the, pay, the checkout.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And, like, that's just that it it's, like with with bang bang I I feel like I would really appreciate. I might look into like seeing if it's available on BlueStacks or something just because it would be so much more fun to play it not on mobile uh because of that and just having, you know, PC graphics behind it, but I also don't want to like give myself this sort of like unfair advantage. Um as far as like what it looks like it's like exactly what bubba said it's exactly what our buddy in the chat vulgar you know it it immediately i was like oh huh it's the division it's tom clancy's the division battlegrounds yeah but yeah like it's it's kind of goofy in that um they're obviously taking the parts of tarkov that are good you know um and mixing those with the sort of chaos, which was also highlighted by Vulgar, um, you know, and, and just kind of mixing that all together in this weird, like, third-person shooter uh, mukbang. You know, like, that's that's really what it is. So it's, it's a mobile mukbang. Um, I'm assuming, but I wanted to know if you knew off the top of your head um that the mobile servers and pc servers they're separate right
0: i don't know off the top of my head if that is if that is accurate um from the few players that i've ran into yeah uh could go either way (laughs) it might not be the case or it dude it, it might yeah they might not be separate uh yeah, it, like it was It dude. was a little rough for those uh, for those players.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Like, imagine imagine if you could just literally get into any FPS, honestly, and and you're just like dealing with someone who's literally just like this, like eh, 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 am like trying to navigate menus? And you're just like, point, click dead. Gotcha. You know, like constantly yeah. uh, being a little dunk on on mobile users. That's kind of funny. Um, God, there was something else that, that really hit. Oh, yeah, it, it's uh, I wanted to bounce something off of uh, Bubba. It's almost like the opposite of when Apex was like, yo, man, Apex Mobile, dog? Yeah, cool, right? And everyone's like, no. <laughs> like,
2: well, the interesting part was is I actually enjoyed Apex Mobile for a little while. There's only mm-hmm. two reasons why I kind of dropped it. And one was because it just made my phone inc- incredibly hot. And second i don't normally play mobile games so i mean like that's the other thing of it too is that just it there wasn't enough there specifically to keep me driven into that especially when i could just play it on my computer and then Mm -hmm. again like you said earlier too buy coins on sale coins coins Coins. coins. it's like coins (laughs) get the hell out of here
1: right yeah yeah it almost kind of gives me a vibe of like You know, Apex wanted to to hit that mobile market. That's obviously a massive market, Um, and it's bigger in the East. You know, like it's it's huge in the East because people are constantly moving and they want something to do when they're um, you know sitting on a train or or you know like sitting at a bus stop, something like that. Like for me, mobile games are a game that I would still literally be playing at home. Because I have I have a two and a half minute commute that I drive, you know, or I'm riding a bike. Uh, and then like I have two 10 minute breaks and a 30 minute lunch. And it's like you can guarantee I'm going to doom scroll on Twitter for the two 10 minutes and I'm going to eat lunch on my lunch because my ass got to eat. So like I I don't have like a lot of love for mobile games and, you know, in general. But like with bang bang, I can't at least like get in and, you know, do a match on my lunch if I really felt like it. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, like I just don't, I, hmm. it's not a big thing here in the West. It's not as big.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's not to say, cause you're, 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 this is actually going to be kind of a point I was going to get into here is like, who is this game for? Cause like a lot of uh, uh, people and like us, especially because we have gaming Rubik's and because we have consoles, this really isn't a game that would like appeal to us, but this game does have its audience. Um, yeah. but I think a very particular one, I think for sure, this game is to, going to appeal to mobile first gamers, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, kids or people who like their phone is their primary device that they use for basically everything gaming included. Um, um, so yeah, if like the phone is like your primary way, primary way you are playing and enjoying games, this is a game that you probably should check out. If you're in, if you've been looking for a division or escape from Tarkov esque game, um, I'd say that if your primary computing device is a Chromebook, that might be an option if you can get it to run on a Chromebook. Um, I would also say this game is for players on older, lower end machines.
1: Mm. Um,
0: i didn't uh get the let me get the specs real quick um but it's not a very intense game to run uh i would say if you're on an older machine if you're like traveling with like a laptop or something like that this could be a good one this could also be a good one like if you have friends who want to play with you but they are stuck on older machines because you can play this game um in groups um and it's just like a free one, especially if like you have friends who are on um, on budgets. That could be the you know, uh, this could be a good option. Um, the recommended specs for this game is um, you can run it on Windows 7, 8 or 10. Uh, uh, I3 8100 for the processor, 8 gigs of RAM, GTX 1650, uh, 10 gigs of space on your hard drive. And you need a broadband Internet connection. Um the like minimum specs is an Intel i350 um uh, uh 530 with a GTS 450. I think that's an integrated graphics spec. Uh the GTS 450. Uh so yeah, this is definitely a game I think if if you are in like if you're running on lower end machines and stuff like that, this would definitely be Uh, a game that you'd want to check out. Um, But if you're not someone who's running on lower end machines or maybe isn't on mobile or isn't super strapped for cash, there are higher quality games that do much better at what they do than this game. Um, And I don't really, I really don't see myself playing much more of this game to be perfectly honest. And Uh uh, yeah, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how it is. Um, any other thoughts or questions?
1: Nah, looks like mobile game. Looks like, looks like big shooties. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like what you said. Um, if, if you're not strapped for cash, but you want to, and you want to play something like this, like homie, there's PUBG. there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a division if you really want to, but I mean, mainly there's escape from Tarkov and, uh, you know, it, it already does what you're probably looking at this game and being excited about. It, it already does that. And just, no, don't don't get caught holding the cell phone in your hands and getting shot in the face.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you have played Lost Light, let me know what you all think in the comments of this video. Uh, definitely uh, interested in hearing other people's opinions on that. Or if you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can always tweet at us at NTNPod. Yeah, yeah. Do do you guys want to talk EVGA?
1: Oh, boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy, man.
0: So over the weekend, EVGA, a computer hardware manufacturer, shocked the industry by announcing that despite it being 80% of the revenue, they would no longer be making GPUs and be splitting and ending their relationship with NVIDIA. According to Gamers Nexus, Jays Two Cents, John Petty, uh, I believe that's how I pronounced that last name, uh, and a post to post the EVGA forum, the company is officially terminating its relationship with NVIDIA and will not be manufacturing their 4,000 series cards. They will also be selling the remaining stock of 3,000 series cards. They have some on reserve for warranties, um, And, uh, yeah, they will be effectively leaving the GPU market. Uh, This ends a nearly 20-year relationship between the two companies, which started back in 99. But according to EVGA's CEO, Andrew Hahn, uh, the decision was about principle rather than financials. Uh, according to him in a conversation he had with gamers nexus there was a lack of communication from nvidia regarding many things but including information on pricing and availability you know the things that partners need to make and sell cards (laughs) yeah um and it but it doesn't really seem that cash wasn't entirely a non-factor as they also mentioned that the NVIDIA first-party cards, particularly the Founders Edition cards, would often undercut the price of EVGA and other partners, forcing them to lower their prices or lose out on sales. Which, of course, is an issue as profit margins for these partner manufacturers has gotten tighter due to a wide variety of reasons.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Brian Del Rizzo, the spokesperson uh, spokesperson for NVIDIA said this, quote, we've had a great partnership with EVGA over the years, and we will continue to support them on our current generation of products. We wish Andrew and our friends at EVGA all the best. So basically a non-response. At this moment, EVGA hasn't made any announcements of a partnership with AMD or Intel. Uh, So, as far as I can tell all the reporting I've seen and uh, analysis I've seen from like like Linus Tech Tips and PC Gamer and stuff on paper and pro- pro- probably for the foreseeable future they are out of the GPU game. Um so you might be sitting there wondering what does this mean for me? Right? If you are uh, if you are a customer what does this mean for you? Well, first off, if you are an existing EVGA customer, this is what they said in their forum post. Quote, EVGA is committed to our customers and will continue to offer sales and support on the current lineup. Also, EVGA would like to say thank you to our great community and for the many years of support and enthusiasm for EVGA graphics cards. And like I said, a part of that support is that they did reserve a certain stock amount for warranties. Uh in- on on current generation cards but what does this mean for other customers right what does this mean for the market uh from my understanding this really won't affect the supply of gpus because the way the partnership works is that um EVGA and Asus and whoever else builds uh, uh, Gigabyte and whoever else builds these cards. They get the chipset and the RAM from NVIDIA. So NVIDIA are producing the chips and the RAM and then they sell that there. So the supply of graphics cards won't really change because NVIDIA is already producing them. And then they're giving it to these other companies who are basically slapping on some other features. You know, different fans, different casings, stuff like that. Um, so, the, the graphics card market won't really shrink. It's not like we're going to get like another shortage because of this. Um, but... Yeah, with EVGA like out of the picture, the features and designs and personal touches they add will be basically out of the market. Um, do you guys have any thoughts, opinions on on this at all? We'll go. Uh, we'll go to you, Bubba, if you can't, or uh, Mandachi. We'll go to Mandachi.
1: Okie dokie. Yeah, uh, as someone who is like literally staring at my EVGA G 4 GTX 1080 in my computer right now. Um I'm scared. <laughs> like you know uh it's it's a market that is it's pretty narrow for one. Uh the biggest thing is where there are a lot of graphics cards there's not a lot of credibility as far as manufacturer goes. Um I want to know immediately what is going to, you know, like fill in that void. Uh, I find that this information is also, like, really, really, um, uh, how do I want to put this? (laughs) Uh, Timely. In, like, uh, in lieu of, like, NVIDIA's GTC that's literally happening right now. Uh, Today, tomorrow, and the next day, if I remember right. Or maybe it started yesterday. I mean, they announced
0: Um, the 4000 series cards today
1: yeah yeah Which and we won't
0: talk about we'll talk about
1: that next week yeah so we'll definitely be talking more about what what happened to the gtc next week but like oh my god <laughs> what is i need to know like you know in in regards to this like what's the direction where are we going uh and also just um i want a tentative answer as to why uh this this seemed like the good idea um baseline. Baseline, I don't see this as good for any consumer, whether you're just getting into computer gaming or if you were thinking about it. Uh, This is a chilling effect for certain. Um, We need more credible manufacturers for these things. uh, And it's been a terrible, terrible market uh, for, you know, some years now. So... This definitely doesn't seem like it's uh, giving optimism right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to point out, Mr. Greenlee, who is in the chat uh, watching, um, just mentioned that uh, the second, the will not affect like the the primary market, but it will affect the secondary market as EVGA was the big one in that market. Uh, Bubba, what do you think?
2: I mean, as I look at my 3080, uh, I mean, it. I don't want to say it concerns me specifically because just because that they have said that they have left reserve for warranty claims and stuff like that. So personally, I just upgraded probably in the last month. So for me, I don't think I'm too scared about it. Now, on the other hand, if I still had my 1060, which I mean, I still technically do, but if I was still using that for my main computer, for me, I would be about as worried as you could because EVGA was was everything I went to. I mean, it was. I think it's my power supply, it's my graphics card. Um, I don't know what else. If there is anything else in there, it's EVGA. But they were just that trust. Like you were talking about, that they were that trusted market that I knew that I could go to them specifically. And even their customer service was really fucking good. You know, it was, I've never had an issue with them. If I ever had, if I was in need of something, they were a really good company. So, I mean, personally, it worries me, but yet again, it doesn't just because I recently upgraded.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have too many other thoughts on this, uh, but I am really curious to know what all of our audience members think. Uh, so if you have opinions, let us know in the comments. Particularly if you are a computer enthusiast. I really want to hear some uh, some spicy takes in the compute from our computer enthusiasts in the comments. Any other thoughts?
1: No, sir. That
0: want- sucks. Do do you guys want to get do you guys want to get dangerous?
1: How dangerous are we talking?
0: Uh, Well, this is probably the most dangerous topic we could talk about because 2K Interactive and Rockstar Games have been going hard on videos discussing and showing stuff from this leak. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Please
1: you're... tell me we have gameplay. Please tell me we have
2: gameplay. So what you... you're saying is, so what you're saying is, if I tell you want to buy some source codes, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, Source codes now free.
0: We... We are going to tread very carefully and not uh, detract too much from a few major points. And I'm going to state what we are planning on discussing, 2K, because you do not own facts. You cannot DMCA facts. We are going to discuss the leak itself, what happened, who, who allegedly did it. We're going to talk about the broad strokes of what was leaked. No finer details. We will not say names. We will not say uh, anything else. We are just going to discuss what was leaked. And the possible ramifications of this leak. Those are the three things we're talking about, okay? I know that was a very pregnant pause, but I wanted that to sink in for a moment. So, broad strokes. That's the theme of today's episode, by the way, is broad strokes.
1: Love broad strokes, folks, don't we?
0: (laughs) So, what happened? How did this get leaked? (laughs) On Saturday, a hacker by the alias of Uber Hacker, who also allegedly hacked Uber, go figure, uh, and leaked Uber's information. Posted 90 videos and source code. They claimed from was from the current work in progress build of GTA Six. The clips were posted to Reddit, found their way to Twitter and YouTube and other forums. Over the weekend, Rockstar confirmed the validity of the leak in a post where they said, quote, We recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto at this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effects on the development of our ongoing projects. We are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we re- remain as committed as ever to deliver an experience. Uh, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again as uh, again soon. And of course, we'll properly introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. End quote. The hacker was looking to, quote, negotiate a deal with Rockstar in take two. Uh, He said so or they said so as much uh, in their uh, one of their accounts uh, in their bio. But uh, as far as I can tell, they've pretty much done nothing else um, since the leak. They've gone pretty silent. Um, according to uh, Legacy Killer HD uh, and some of the research that he did, uh, he, the hacker was like a 16 year old in the UK. And uh, <laughs> allegedly, it was done as a social engineering intrusion, which means that he essentially. Uh, tricked somebody into giving him access uh, through like a phishing campaign or something similar. So what got revealed? Well, they showed off a little bit of gameplay. They showed off some characters and some voice acting. They showed off a little bit of the story, I believe, and the location of the game. We're not going to discuss what else got leaked.
1: <laughs> oh, we're not. We can't talk about it.
0: Uh, I, <laughs> yeah
1: are you afraid
0: i am afraid yeah (laughs) okay
1: so i guess go look look at it it looks kind of neat some of the information yeah uh uh i did i did see the information that was leaked
0: oh yeah if Uh,
1: true cool if not true eh.
0: did i did i mention that source code was leaked not just videos
1: Uh, I I think so. I believe that you had mentioned that uh, the hacker had uh, the source codes essentially held hostage um, and were trying to negotiate a deal, which they were like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. (laughs) So, Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, Take-Two and Rockstar have been very... um... Litigious isn't the right word, but I'm going to use it anyways. They've been very litigious with uh, DMCA strikes of basically anyone talking about this game, uh, which is why I don't want to discuss anything further and, uh, like, potentially harm this video. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, not only that but just the YouTube channel in general because uh you know as far as like take 2 goes man um they're not they wouldn't just be like take the video down they'd be like you have 2 hours and uh here's this uh you know cease and desist and on top of that here's a preemptive NDA and also um we're going to nuke your entire YouTube channel and everything having to do with it, but yeah. yeah um, I guess if, if I could just in short, um, if at all true, uh, it could be cooler than GTA 5. Looks like it made some improvements, possibly, uh, allegedly, and also, um. I honestly thought this was one of two things at first when this broke, either completely uh, just like fabricated story in order to try and get people hype for GTA six. um, But obviously like everything else that's come out since then definitely points to the obvious. Um, and like, if you, do the homework and go look at some posts and or other articles from credible sources covering this story, you can obviously see uh, some some other things. Uh, but yeah, it uh, I thought it was either that, like just a ruse from Rockstar to essentially just kind of test the waters, see if they were boiling or if they were tepid. And then uh, secondly, I just thought... Quite possibly, because we see this so often, it could have just been a modder, um, you know, trying to trying to essentially stir up some, like, you know, press or, like, you know, some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess, stroke their ego. Like, we saw a, a big thing happen with, like, the Nier Automata uh, game and community a couple months ago of a secret hidden part of the game that no one had uh, been able to find before. And then turned out a hundred percent to be a mod, but it had the entire internet, uh, even credible sources kind of like flipping the fuck out. Like, Holy shit. Someone found the last secret in near automata and um, they let it go on for like a month. And they're like, JK, we modded. Ha ha ha. And it's like, eh. all right you know so i thought maybe it, it could be the start to that but this is like it's 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 a giant company screaming and they're literally holding the phone up to their lawyer's office with the other hand
0: yeah um baba do you have any anything you want to add there
2: is it possible that this isn't even GTA 6 Oh, or like this, if it's like, like or do you, like, cause like you said, if this is a Rue by, you know, specifically rockstar is doing this, is this a way to be like, Hey, you know, hack this specific thing and then show it to the world when in reality GTA six is over here. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, cause I was getting a lot of GTA five vibes from that. Oh like, yeah. I didn't yeah. feel like there was any improvement to me specifically.
0: Well, yeah. it, it is still like fairly early access. I'm assuming right, that, which,
2: they, that part I have to do put in consideration. Now, my question no, is, I access, would like to know. Right. What yeah. I would like to know is how far are we from the release date? Because if you were to tell me like we're still five years from that, I'd be like, never mind. Uh, but if you're going to tell me if that was like if we're like two years from it.
0: I, I think I it was supposed to be 2025.
2: 2025 yeah well
1: yeah i I think we can say that yeah like with with the way that it looks because people are are saying like this is like a like a mid-range alpha build um that obviously has a lot of work to to be done yet uh like there's voice lines that still have not been recorded and things and
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um so like yeah it looks about like it still has an an additional two years of work
2: now the one thing I will to mention too, because even uh, I see Brent's question in the in the, in the chat. Um, I mean, anyone can really confirm it and say that yes, this is GTA Six. When I mean, you can go and be like, "Oh yeah, it's GTA Six, uh, they got they got so, us." But in reality, it's back here, like behind a different wall. You know? So, oh, okay. so you're I thinking you're it's saying. like
0: like this is like a red herring, like a straw man.
2: Yeah, like um, this is this is essentially like a target for like hackers to like grab and be like, Ooh, we found GTA six when reality they did not
1: Right. They could be more comfortable with saying, yeah, this is it. And, and allowing, like it would do less damage to, to have people just believe that it's GTA six. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Like like, just do enough to it it to make you
2: think that it's GTA six. Like, I guess I don't, I don't want to say it, but the location, like Mm -hmm. like, revealing, Hey, this is the confirmed location. This is GTA six, you know? I mean, people want that location. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's like, it could, it could be like, honestly, it could be, but I also thinking of the other side of it, like a conspiracy theorist kind of thing. Like, are you sure this is actually GTA six, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you have some tinfoil under that beanie right now? (laughs)
2: very well good
0: um yeah i don't i feel like most of this is legitimate um i feel like i feel like it's pretty much yeah confirmed and this is super early um in terms of like the content and like the leak or like what we saw itself um i've mostly avoided like actually watching and seeing most of it i did see like a little bit of the footage and stuff like that and it looks like early alpha early development um it also seems like by the way i just want to point out that this like a lot of the reaction around this leak and like a lot of the conversation also just proves that the majority of customers don't know how games are made
2: (laughs) Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
1: I've seen those as well.
0: Like one person I saw was legitimately saying that uh visuals are the first thing to get done in the game.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh
0: which is not the case. Um, there's a lot of programming and a lot of uh other stuff that goes into that. But um yeah. Uh for anyone that has been like looking at it and and, and checking it out, um I do want to point out the game is in a is a work in progress. So whatever you have seen is not reflective of what we'll probably get in twenty twenty five. If you're mad, it comes out twenty twenty five. If it comes out in twenty twenty five, it can always get delayed. If you're mad about what you're seeing, I dare you to talk shit about your mom's cooking when she just added onion to the spaghetti sauce. Like talk talk shit to your mom when she's cooking, like in like mid cooking about dinner, and tell her that it looks like shit before it hits the table. Like that is the equivalent of what you're going to do. I seriously, especially if you have uh, a mom who doesn't put up with shit, (laughs) because she'll smack you for that, dude.
2: Take a bite of a frozen pizza before it even hits the oven.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat some raw sausage. You know, like that's. (laughs) <laughs> um. Now, one thing that I I am concerned about, and I haven't seen a lot of coverage on this, is potential security of Rockstar in GTA servers, which how which house customer data and payment information. Because oh, that's if, good. If this was, you know, if they were infiltrated in some way, was is that stuff also secure? are they shoring up security on their customer data uh servers and uh payment servers um i really hope they've ratcheted that up nicely uh nice and tight keep customers safe uh i also am concerned about uh just because source code was leaked what does that mean for potential security uh, information and you know has a vulnerability now been exposed to millions of uh you know potential malicious a- uh actors out there. Um I haven't really seen a lot of coverage on that. I really hope that there are people who are taking a look at that and protecting customers. Um so yeah. I'm also looking forward to the future Darknet Diaries episode that I'm sure will get made about this leak. Fantastic. The best podcast. case
2: the best case scenario for this situation. I've I've talked to some friends about this too. If if Say we don't want to do any legal action on this, and we in the best case scenario that this I personally, what I would do, you know, like let's say for instance I did this, I would offer Rockstar, hire me to avoid this from happening. Put it into mm-hmm. your advantage to being like, I just got your source codes, now give me the opportunity to prevent this from happening in the future. And I was like, that's, I mean, that sounds terrible in a way of getting a job, but yet again, also rock starts to put in consideration, somebody actually hacked their system. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like that would be better in that scenario just because, I mean, now you have somebody who actually knows what they're doing or you're also putting in trust of somebody who is like, well, they just hacked your system. Now can you trust them? You know, but that would be the best case scenario in my opinion, if they could trust the guy. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Yeah, that's a dicey situation. You know, on one hand, you know, you you let everyone know this is GTA six. That's true. Don't talk about it. You also then have to, uh, you know, fall on the sword saying, yeah, we got hacked. So you're you're saying that you were um, prone, that you were vulnerable and that. Yeah, this is the game that we've been working on which allegedly since 2014 so yeah yeah that's that's a lot that is that is messy
0: yeah any other thoughts opinions that we want to get out there
1: uh i'm too afraid (laughs)
2: personally (laughs) i hope i really hope this doesn't get pushed back another decade but
0: right
1: please please don't send goons after me if I if I see a dude chewing a toothpick outside my workplace, I'll know that I fucked up.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I await an email from their lawyers. Okay, let's wrap up the show. <laughs> Bubba, what's coming up with you?
2: Oh, shit. Um, currently, a charity stream is not plan currently. Uh, no date is set currently, but we're looking at potentially doing a St. Jude's charity stream uh, next month. Um, kind of like a, unless there's something else a little bit different out there, but more of less kind of like a Halloween charity stream, so to speak. So for kids that are unable to go trick or treating that they're, you know, sick in the hospital, that's kind of the idea behind it. Uh, no data set yet specifically, but that is the biggest thing that I currently have planned. Otherwise I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, uh, ignore the Tuesday because that's when this podcast is. But uh, otherwise Thursdays at 7 PM central time.
0: Excellent. Mandachi, what's coming up with you?
1: Yo. So uh, I'm going to start my adventure into eSports commentary uh, with my university, the Upper Iowa University, and their Rocket League uh, League. Their first tournament is on Friday. Uh, Things are tentative as far as that goes. Uh, When that ends up getting a stream, like... ID uh, I'll let you know where you can watch that where you can listen everything like that on my socials that'll be on Twitter at OnlyMendachi. otherwise during the weekend dude it's a toss-up I'm, I'm hella busy all week with my full-time job usually the weekend tries to catch the rest of my homework <laughs> for my full-time school um, but I don't know. Uh, I might be I might be playing something this weekend. I might be down to to hang out and play some games with you guys. Uh, otherwise, Sunday is typically when uh, I'm free to stream. So Sunday or Monday, you might catch me playing some more. Cold to the Lamb might be checking out something new. But you can always find me at a uh, Twitch. Uh, dot backslash the Mendacci. That's a M E N D A C I I. It's a
0: Mendachi I. <laughs> um coming up with me uh i'm gonna try to stream at some point during this week i have some D&D stuff i want to work on uh and get that done uh speaking of DD, this saturday vr episode three goes up so don't miss that Boop. premiere and then uh it'll be a little bit until we get our next session up but we might we might be doing some stuff some stuff off stream that you guys will see oh. Oh, tease ya! We'll tickle your testicles there. Um, maybe you
2: might need a special guest in that D&D sometime. <laughs> Ooh.
0: We have had a lot of requests for cameos on that show, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, those are some stuff. Those are some things I'll be working on. If you guys want to keep up with me, keep up with me on Twitter at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. Uh, I'll probably post when I go live. I'll probably play some Hunt Showdown or play something else. Uh, I've been feeling a little burnt out on Hunt, so maybe we'll try something else. We'll see. I don't know yet. It's uh, all been kind of a blur, but that's pretty <laughs> much it. Uh, that's going to wrap up the show this week. Thanks for watching and listening. Your time with us is always appreciated. And of course, we're not just interested in your time and attention. We want to hear from you as well on anything that we talked about during the show, uh, drop a comment or tweet at us, letting us know your thoughts on anything we talked about, uh, tweet at us at, at NTN pod. That's the best way to get a hold of us sometimes. Um, don't forget the question of the week. This week is, what's the spiciest thing you have ever eaten? Let us know in the comments on YouTube. If you miss any part of the show or want to take us on the go, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to catch us live, you can find us live on Twitch at uh, seven p m. Central time every Tuesday. And that is on next to Nothing the network or next to Nothing network on on Twitch. If you like what we do uh, and want to help support the show, drop a like or subscribe and ring that bell on YouTube. That does help us out a ton on YouTube. Uh, Don't forget to check out uh, VR Kana while you're over there too. And uh, until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye.
2: Go, Go drink some water.